Electric cars are increasingly staking a claim in the market, growing from just 4% of global car sales in 2020 to 14% in 2022. And with that popularity comes much needed charging infrastructure. A lack of charging infrastructure and range anxiety are among the top reasons U.S. consumers aren't buying EVs. We have definitely seen uh, charging infrastructure affecting adoption, uh, both in terms of the availability, accessibility, and the cost. Biden's infrastructure bill allocated $7.5 billion to build out America's EV charging network, but a lot of those chargers are expected to be level two, which only gives out about 25 miles of range in an hour. But there is another charging solution that doesn't require stopping at a station at all. A road that could change the way we drive. It's powering and charging this electric bus on the go, wirelessly. A process where roads are connected to the grid, allowing EVs to wirelessly receive a charge while driving over electricity transmitters. Sweden, which has become a world leader in the realm of electrified roads, already having taken part in four pilots, has plans to construct the world's first permanent electrified road. And the first electric road in the U.S. is expected to be tested in Detroit, Michigan within a year. The inductive charging project is looking at a system and implementation um, for electrification in vehicles on our infrastructure. So how can you know we take and look at different capabilities of charging infrastructure, whether it's plug-in charging or um, inductive charging, such as this project, and create a cohesive environment for people. CNBC explores how electrified roads work and whether they'll become a widely adopted charging solution for EVs. Electrified roads work a lot like the wireless charging that's in most smartphones. With a transmitter coil in a phone and a wireless charger, a magnetic field is created in between, allowing the phone to receive between 10 and 15 watts of energy without any physical connection. Now multiply that amount of power by about 3,000, bury the coils under about 4 inches of pavement, add a wireless receiver to an EV, and you have a working dynamic electrified road. EVs don't currently have receivers allowing a wireless charge, but it's relatively cheap and easy to add, and manufacturers could start to integrate this technology in the future. This approach is really um, a, a approach that can charge vehicles in any type of shape, meaning vehicles that are buses or vans or passenger cars or trucks, but it can also charge a vehicle while either driving or while standing still. For a phone to charge wirelessly, the coils have to be almost perfectly aligned for it to work. But with an electrified road, the technology allows for more leniency, so precise alignment of the coils isn't necessary. So you have a higher tolerance of moving on the road, on having an air gap that's tolerable, that makes it practical for using in everyday operations for, for cars. So it is much more of an efficient system, I would say, an optimal system compared to the phone charger, which is more simplistic. These systems typically connect to the electrical grid. However, electrified roads can also be hooked up to battery hubs connected to solar panels or other sources of clean energy which would make the process greener and allow for electric roads in disconnected areas, like on an interstate highway. And that's where we see a lot of the benefits as well, both in terms of the environment, but also in terms of economic development. And that would definitely also release some of the pressure on the grid. Right now, an estimated 43% of American roads are in mediocre or poor condition. And one report showed there's over $750 billion worth of backlogged road and bridge repairs. Some view this as the perfect chance to innovate. 
As we rehabilitate a lot of the infrastructure, uh, we know the conditions of, of our assets here in the U.S., it's an opportunity to really think about this technology and we will be much more cost effective to be able to install and implement this as we, as I said, do more major rehabilitation of interstate highways, tollways, and so forth. Electrifying roads would only add to the hefty price of road repair and maintenance. Electrion, one company leading the charge on electrified road technology, estimated that at a high production volume, the cost to electrify a mile of road would be about $1.2 million. While reconstruction costs per mile of road can already cost anywhere between $1.5 to $11 million depending on condition and population density. Sweden is one of the pioneers implementing this technology in an attempt to reduce the nation's impact on the environment. It has already piloted four unique electrified road projects, testing out different electricity conduction techniques. We have kind of tough climate goals in Sweden. That is, we have to reduce uh, our carbon footprint 70%. If you look at how it looked at 2015-14 there, uh, the battery capacity wasn't like it is now. So for the heavy transport, uh, we have to look into other solutions. So, so, and that was why we were into e-roads. And now the EU will require all new cars in member states to be electric starting in 2035, adding pressure to improve EV infrastructure. Sweden is also testing out how well this infrastructure holds up to extreme cold weather. If you build something in the road, we also have to consider uh, that we have frozen roads in, in, in Sweden and the challenges with that. So that we are actually testing that right now, but so far it, it seems to be okay. One of the world's first permanent electrified roads will be built on European Route E20, located between three major Swedish cities. But plans have been delayed due to the high cost. Electron has several pilot programs in operation, including projects in Israel, Norway, and Italy, among others. One project in Sweden which connects the airport to the town of Visby cost about $10.5 million and was almost entirely financed by the Swedish Transport Administration. It also has some commercial programs in the works, like its bus project running in Bollingen, Germany. Once all stages of the project are complete, it will have two static charging stations and one kilometer of dynamic charging, which adds an estimated two to four kilometers of range to the battery. Electrion is also working with the state of Michigan to pilot a dynamic electrified road in Detroit within the next year, which would be the first in the U.S. The project costs about $6 million, with the Michigan DOT spending about $1.9 million and Electrion covering the rest. The first location is in the city of Detroit on 14th Street. We have two static charging pads that will be installed in that area. So that's an area where um, the shuttle can pull up on, last mile delivery, trucks can pull up there. While they're making their delivery, they can be getting a charge. Um, and then we have about a quarter of a mile on 14th Street that will be installed in the pavement that will be for in motion charging. And then in 2024, we'll be installing on Michigan Avenue as part of a road reconstruct project of about three quarters of a mile. As part of this pilot program, they're studying how this technology could later be implemented in Michigan at a larger scale. We really are looking hard within this pilot project to look at the different use cases that are out there. There's use cases for freight, um, transit, but then also passenger vehicles. But even if the pilot proves successful, it could still be some time before you start to see electrified roads used more widely in the U.S.
Ramping it up is a little more difficult with inductive charging because of the infrastructure impacts. So it does go under the pavement surface. So we have to look at the use cases, right, that we've identified. We're not going to go, you know, redo every road in the state of Michigan, you know, to put this charging in, but looking at a sustainable plan forward of how that implementation would be in those key areas where our citizens in Michigan would get the benefit. A typical city bus in the U.S. gets only 3.4 miles per gallon with a fuel tank that holds about 125 gallons of gasoline. That means a diesel bus can go over 400 miles without needing a refill. And an electric bus's range can sometimes max out at 150 miles, not to mention the hours it'll need to recharge. Many of these fleet vehicles are essentially driving without stopping, meaning batteries will be drained fast. Operating repetitively for long hours, needing huge batteries, a lot of tons of batteries, like maybe eight tons more, and that costs a lot of money and it takes, it, it's heavy for the roads. In addition to dynamic charging, companies like Electrion are also creating static chargers, a technology it's thinking could be perfect for buses. As it halts at each stop, even if it's just for 30 seconds, it could harness enough electricity to keep going throughout the day. And it's pretty fantastic because that bus doesn't need to go now suddenly and charge overnight at the depot. So you can you know, extend the, the, the operations of the bus. You can limit the, the load at the, at the depot when all the buses need to charge. One of Electron's case studies in Israel is a bus line that includes 700 meters of electrified roads and a static charger at the bus terminal. While the EV market is growing at rapid rates, charging infrastructure is inherently needed to support that growth. There were about 87,000 electric vehicle charging ports in the U.S. in 2019. Now there's over 160,000 nationwide, nearly doubling in just three years. But studies show the U.S. needs eight times more charging stations by 2030 to handle the coming wave of EVs. But right now, the vast majority of working electrified road projects are temporary, either case studies or pilots. The important thing is that the technology is here. It's there for commercial use and deployment. And so we're working with the right entity to first do these pilots where you get all the, the ecosystem together from the vehicles, from the road construction, from the public authorities and getting the permits and, and all these things and, and the use cases. And so once we put that in together, then you now enable a platform to grow in, in the state, in the city, in, in, in the country, it would also be extremely costly to electrify every road, so while it likely won't be a regular road replacement, it could fit well in certain target areas like exit ramps, intersections, and high traffic streets. We don't view 100% of roads being electrified, but we definitely see this technology being viable, uh, both financially and also essential uh, in rural areas where we might not have uh, a lot of uh, charging stations or we have what we call um, charging deserts. I expect that we'll have focus on certain regions where this is widely adopted in a city uh, for commercial fleets. And I think in 10 years, I, I see, foresee a scenario where we also have intercity roads between regions that have electric corridors 